So we are glad that you're here today. Uh, I want to I share with you just about three things that I've learned uh, from Solomon's church building dedication. Uh, Solomon built the first permanent tabernacle, the first church, if you will, if you want to use that term, uh, in the Old Testament, a place that God would come and dwell with his people. And they had a dedication service. They had a first service, if you will, kind of like what we're having today. And there are some things that we need to take from that. There are some things that we need to learn from that, that if we keep these principles in place, God will keep blessing. But if we miss it and we lose it, I'm telling you, God can turn the faucet off as good as he can turn it on. And all God's people say it. Look in 2 Chronicles chapter number 5 uh, in verse number 1. 2 Chronicles 5 verse 1. Have you found your spot? It says, Thus all the work that Solomon made for the house of the Lord was finished. Amen. And Solomon brought in all the things that David his father dedicated, the silver and the gold and all the instruments put he among the treasures of the house of God. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes and the chief of the fathers of the children of Israel unto Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. Look in verse number five. And they brought up the ark in the tabernacle of the congregation and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle. The tabernacle was the temporary church. It was the temporary dwelling place of God during the time of the wilderness wanderings. It says they brought them in and, the, and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle, these did the priests and the Levites bring up. And King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him before the ark sacrificed sheep and oxen, which could not be told nor numbered for multitude. Uh, it was customary for a king when dedicating a building or dedicating something to offer a sacrifice, offer a bull or a, 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 a lamb or something of that nature. But the Bible says that Solomon, he offered more than you could number. More than you can number. His generosity and his extravagance and his giving back to God because of his appreciation for what God had done. And you say, what's the big deal about that? After he did that, you know what God asked Solomon? What do you want? What do you want? Ask anything that you want, anything that you want, and I'm going to grant it. Church, say amen. amen. What does that mean? You'll never outgive God. Amen. The Bible says, and the priest in the ark of the covenant, excuse me, verse 7, and the priest brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord unto his place, to the oracle of the house, into the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubims. For the cherubims spread forth their wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubims covered the ark and the staves thereof above. And they drew out the staves of the ark, that was the poles that they carried it with, that the ends of the staves were seen from the ark before the oracle, but they were not seen without, and there it is unto this day. Now, here's a key verse. There was nothing, say that with me, there was nothing. nothing in the ark save the two tables which Moses put therein in Horeb. In other words, the law, the word of God, the scriptures. Y'all get that? It was important. It says, it says in, in, when, when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt, and it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place, for all the priests that were present were sanctified, and they did uh, not then wait by course. Also the Levites were the, uh, excuse me, also the Levites which were the singers, and all of them of Asaph and Heman and Jeduthun with their sons and the brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. It came even to pass as the trumpeters and the singers were as what? One, 
to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and the instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For, read this with me. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Let's read that again. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. If there's anything that we need in this house, it's not necessarily the sound system, though that's important. It's not necessarily the lighting, though that's important. It's not necessarily the air conditioning. God knows that's important. Say amen. It's the people. They're important. It's the chairs. They're important. But that's not the most important part. If you're going to have a house of God, you have to have God in the house. What made this place different, what made this place different than the other uh, cults and the other false religions and the other temples, because there was temples scattered all across the land, there had never been a temple that had a cloud in it. You see, you see, when the queen of Sheba, when she came to Solomon and she done heard about all the riches and she heard about all of his glory, she heard about the tabernacle and she heard about his palace, she heard about everything that was there. She said, I just got to come see it for myself because I really don't believe it. So Solomon took her everywhere and showed her everything and answered every question. And she said, man, 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 when I went up into the house of the Lord, she said it took my breath away. And the reason it took her breath away because she had gone to church before she had pagan temples that she worshiped in before she had gone into all these other places before but she hadn't never been in a temple that had a cloud in it amen she had never been in a place that had the glory of god emanating listen all over it and she could feel the presence of god i'm telling you it's not the pulpit it's not the platform it's not the pews it's not all the technology it's not all the fancy thing it's the presence of a holy god in his house. Listen, the glory filled the house. And there's some things that we need to have today. Lord, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for an opportunity to share your word. Lord, I pray that you will just fill this house today. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, Psalm 122, 1. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Listen, Psalm 84, 10, for a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. It's a better thing. It's a better thing to hold the door in the church house than it is to be anywhere else on this planet. It's a better thing to be able to serve in a small way in a big thing to be anywhere else in the planet. Why? This church house that we are sitting in, it's a lighthouse for those who are in darkness. It's a bathhouse for those who need cleansing. It's a schoolhouse for those who need wisdom. It's a storehouse for those who need substance. It has more nobility than the house of representatives. It has more servants than the big house. It has more riches than a warehouse. It has more comfort than a penthouse. It has more ambassadors than the state house. It has more prisoners released than a jailhouse. It has more excitement than a movie house. It has more authority than the White House. I'm talking about a great house. This is a place for shouting and not pouting. It's a place for shining and not whining. It's a place for claiming and not complaining. It's a place for bragging and not nagging. I need a witness. This is a place for winning and not sinning. Can we give God praise and glory and honor in this house?
The psalmist said one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Why? To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. It is not our desire for you to focus on the beauty of the building, though I'm, I'm real tickled with it. Hey, it's not our desire for you to see all of the material things that God has blessed and God has done. We want you to come in here and behold the beauty of the Lord. We want you to behold the beauty of his goodness. We want you to behold the beauty of his grace. We want you to behold the beauty of his blessings and his love and his forgiveness and his mercy on all of us in here. And oh, if we come in here and you say, what a preacher. If we come in here and you say, what a choir. If you say, what a building. We have failed miserably. But if you come in here and say, my, 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 what a God they serve, that is a success right there. Psalm 63, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. Have you desired to see God this morning? Have you desired to feel his presence and to be where he is this morning? He says, oh, that I could, I could feel you. Oh, my flesh longing for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen thee in thy sanctuary. You know what? I want, I want all of this country to know our God. I want all of our community, I want all of Coleman to see and to know that we serve a great God. We serve a mighty God. We serve a loving Savior. And he is the answer to all the problems of mankind. Say amen. Let me give you, let me give you just three little, little quick short things real quick. Uh, but it don't really matter because I don't have a clock now. Amen. I was waiting. On, yeah, I was waiting on him. I was waiting on him. I, 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 I was going, I, I, I've done got something to throw at him if they turn that clock on. Amen. <laughs> Listen, three things in this, in this that we see. When, when Solomon came in, they were, carrying, they were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. They were carrying the Word of God. They were carrying the Word of God. Listen, and when they brought it in, the Bible says they brought it to the oracle of the house. I, I, I was kind of curious about that, the oracle of the house. If you look that up, it means the place where the answers are given. The place where the answers are. Preacher, what are you saying? I'm saying this. If you've got a problem, the answer's right there. If you've got a need, the answer's right there. I have found out that most problems that I have had in my life, it came in my life because I strayed away from what that book said. I'm telling you, you could trace it back. When you are following the Lord, when you are following this book, I'm not going to say you never have an issue and there's never a, a trial or a temptation or there's never a valley. I'm not saying all that, but I am saying this. If you want to live a good life, you got to follow the book. The Bible says they brought the word in and they brought it to its place. This ark, and, and, and there's something you got to see. There's the imparting of the scriptures. We have got, I love singing. How many of y'all love singing? I love this choir. I wish I could take them and put them in my pocket and pull them out everywhere I go to preach all over this country because I think they're the greatest. I, I love our singers. I love, I love the skits. I love the dramas. I love the sign team. I love all of that stuff. I'm telling you, I can get caught up with it and, it, and, it, and, and, and just the, 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 the CD they made, I can be in my car, pop that baby in, and I mean things are going bad, but it makes things go good. Amen? I love it all. I love it all. But we have got to keep the Word of God the main thing in this place. 
We have got to preach the word. We have got to be instant in season and preach it out of season. Preach it when they like it and preach it when they don't because we are living in a day that Paul was telling Timothy about. We are living in a day where they'll heap upon themselves teachers having itching ears. Don't tell us the truth. Tell us what we want to hear. We don't want to adjust our life to the Bible. We want you to adjust that Bible to our life. That don't cut it. We need the Word of God. If there was ever a day, why? 2 Timothy 3, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, fairly furnished unto all good works. We read the Word to be wise. We believe it to be saved. We practice it to be holy. Amen? This Bible that we hold in our hand, it is a map for direction. Psalms 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's not only a map for direction, it's a mirror for discipline. It's a mirror. Now, this is the one nobody likes. Because when we read the word, how many of y'all, how many of y'all have ever seen a mirror? I can tell. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, how many of y'all have been at the mall and seen people that you didn't think owned a mirror? Amen. Do you know what a mirror is? A mirror is brutally honest. It is brutally honest. Whatever's in front of it, that's what you see. It is not flattering. It is not, it is not compassionate at all. I need a witness. If ugly's in front of it, ugly's what you got. Amen. I've heard this about, I've heard this about beauty. Beauty is skin deep, but ugly is to the bone. When beauty fades away, ugly hangs on. Amen. You get in front of that mirror, and that mirror will tell you just like it is. That mirror will show you exactly what's right, and that mirror will show you exactly what's wrong. And you know what we need to do with God's Word? We need to gaze into God's Word, and God's Word will tell us exactly what's right, and it will tell us exactly what's wrong. We don't need to water it down. We don't need to justify it. We don't need to try to, try to get it out. We need to just do what the Word of God says, and it will fix everything. Say amen. This Bible, it's a map for direction and discipline. Not only is that, but it's a milk for development. 1 Peter 2, 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. You know what's cool about this Bible? You can take a man, you can take a man that's been saved for years and years and years and has got more degrees than a thermometer. And he can go into this word and, and, and just, just feed and never get enough and never exhaust the truth that's in here and never dig it all out. And he can go as deep as he wants to go and still and still not get to the bottom of the well. But this same book, a little child can take it and read it and learn that Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. It's an amazing book. It's an amazing book that can be milk and meat at the same time. Are y'all with me? Say amen. That's why we have to keep it the priority. We have to teach it. We have to preach it. We have to live it. We have to apply it. We have to practice it. Somebody say amen. The only thing in this ark was the word of God. Then, then. And I love this part. Not only was there an imparting of the Scripture, you can't have a church without the Word. I mean, it, we, we, are, we are holding forth the Word of life in a crooked and perverse generation. 
We got to have the word of God. But then I saw this. Then when they, when they got the word in its rightful place, the Bible says that the musicians struck up a chord and the choir joined in with them. And according to the word, the Bible says they begin to sing and they begin to praise and they begin to glorify him. And it says that they came together as, you know what that tells me? We need to have unity in the music. There doesn't need to be a big I and a little you. There's nobody up here to showcase. There's no stars up here. I mean, from me to everybody else, there's nobody who is showcasing anything. Everything we do is about Jesus. Everything we say is about Jesus. Everything we sing is about Jesus. We're not here for people to look at us. We're here at pointing people to Jesus. They were unified. They were together. They had one, listen, they had one goal in mind, and that was to praise and to honor. Let's let's read it. Look what it is. This. And the Levites, verse 12, also the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Asaph and Heman and Jeduthun, with their sons and with their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. It came even to pass, as the trumpeters and the singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard in what? In, in praising and Okay, that's about 27 people. Now, 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 I know this building's got some of y'all kind of spooked a little bit, and y'all used to that tent and everything, but uh, let's try this again, amen? They, to make one sound to be heard in and thanking the Lord, and when they lifted up their voice, they lifted up their voice, that gives us a right to be loud, For all you folks in here that don't like it loud, there. Amen? I tell you what, I don't want to have to go to heaven and have to go to worship school before I can join everybody. Amen? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's move right along. Amen? They lifted up their voice with the trumpet and the cymbals and the instruments of music, and they praised the Lord. What were they saying? For he is good. He is good for his mercy endures forever. Then the house was filled with the cloud. Then the house was filled with the cloud and the house of the Lord. When? When they praised him. When? When they thanked him. When? When they sang and honored and glorified him. I want you to do this this morning. As they sing, I want you to thank him. As they sing, I want you to praise him. When they sing, I want you to think about what all God has done for you in this place, what God is doing in this place, what God is doing in your family. Won't you join us in praising and thanking the Lord? Help us today.
Everybody stand up. We're going to do something different. Uh, we got other stuff, but we're going to do something different. Acapella. Acapella, amazing grace. Acapella, amazing grace. Can we do that? Uh, uh, you see, all this is about grace. Everybody, oh boy. If everybody knew everybody else's business, I know you think you do, but you don't. But if everybody knew everybody else's stuff, you might not even come in the same building. But then you'd be the hypocrite. Every <laughs> More tears. One of the coolest stories in the Bible, Mephibosheth, who is a cripple. He is, he is fetched by the king. The king went to where he was, a place of nothing. That's what Lodibar means, nothing. No joy, no hope, no future, no destiny. And the king left the palace, sent his servant, the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he fetched him and brought him to the king's house. And this is the cool part. When he brought him in, he set him at the king's table. Set him at the king's table. No, 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 no. You don't get it. He's a cripple. But when he's sitting at the king's table, he looks like everybody else. You, You may have had a rough life. You may have been beat up bad by the devil. Your life may have been crippled bad by the devil. But when you walk into the king's room... When you sit at the king's table, you look like everybody else. Can we give him praise and glory and honor? Come on, real praise. Are you thankful? Are you grateful? Give him glory and praise. We can, we can use this for our invitation if you want to, but, but I, I think everybody knows amazing grace. If you don't, you need to learn it. Amen. You need to learn amazing grace. How sweet. To, and let's don't, let's don't cheat it neither. Let's get them all. Let's don't, this is, you know, let's don't, no first and last on this one. Amen. Uh, let's sing it. Let's sing it. And if you feel like praying, before I come in, before I come in, I was sitting in my office and, and uh, I, I was playing Jason Krabs. Thank you, Lord. For your blessings on me. And I, I just couldn't help it. I couldn't. I was so overwhelmed with what God has done. I was so, I, whatever we do, amazing grace with no music. So I don't know what they're doing, but anyway, and what you ever do after that. All right. I'm sorry. I'm just, I got ADD. I saw a squirrel. Amen. I, I saw it. And I thought about all that God has done. Now, I don't care who you are. And I don't care what you've got going on in your life. God's been good to you. Let's take just a few moments. 
you may need to come tell him. Maybe some of your tears, tears need to stain this floor. Maybe you need to be thankful for what God's done for you. And as we sing this song, you can pray in the balcony. We got like a landing strip right up there. <laughs> that you can come down and pray just like an altar. There'll be some folks up there. Brother Dole's up there. I see Brother Dole, Miss Barry up there, and different ones. They can pray with you if you need it. But listen, just, just give him thanks. Let's do what they did. Give him thanks and just praise him for what he's done. Can, can you help us out, Brother Jalen? Go ahead and start us out in amazing grace, all right? Sing it, church. Sing it, church. Yes. Me. 
of Jesus. You know that one? Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, sing. some more. I love that. do this. Let's do this. Uh, ushers, where are your ushers at? Can we do that? They, are they ready? Ushers, you come on up, and we're going to go ahead and take up our tithes and our offerings, and, and uh, let's show our appreciation to God. Are you glad for what God has done? Amen. Let's, let's do that. Listen, the altars are always open. They're always open. We've got people here that can help you, people that will pray with you. Whatever you need, we're, we're here to do that. And uh, you say, what are you doing? I'm just trying to find God. Amen. Trying to f feel what God wants us to do today. We're going we're gonna to do this. And then uh, I think we've got a, a little announcement, I guess, if we got that after. And, uh, and just let's just be obedient to him. Amen? Amen? Father, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your goodness. Lord, I'm so glad for what you have done for us. Lord, not, not, not necessarily this building, but Lord, for saving an old lost sinner. And Lord, for interceding on our behalf in glory today. At the point when we don't know what to pray, you, you, you take up and you pray for us. Lord, use this offering. Use it for your glory. 